Welcome to a Saturday episode of Set the Record Podcast. I'm your boy, Illinois. It's Kev Hernandez. And I can't do this without my guy, Malcolm Anthony. Yeah, what's happening? Dude, I'll tell you what's happening. My knees are sore, but I'll get into it in a minute. <laughs> Subscribe wherever you're listening to. Right now, wherever you're listening to it. Subscribe, either if it's uh, Spotify, Google, the Apple, Anchor app, where you could uh, leave us a voicemail at anchor.fm slash pod. Also, follow us on Instagram at Twitter. Oh, and Twitter at Set the Record Pod, and like the Facebook page, Set the Record Podcast. Special thanks to our boy Jerry Manna and Indie Pot News. Also, check out Twenty on the Town Podcast, which you're wearing their shirt right now, man, and I'm blown away. The logo looks dope. Mizo, man, you got some, you got some taste, bro. That thing is stylish. That's a thick looking tee. I like that, bro. I really do. Uh, man. Tell me, what have you been doing on your Saturday, dude? It's been a quiet Saturday. Quiet Saturday so far? Yeah, for sure, man. Just doing some research, fun, fights. Mm-hmm. I mean, man, I'm just getting ready for the fights. Mm-hmm. That's all I can say. UFC 247 is on the way. Oh, yeah. That's why we're here today. That's why we're here today, because right. we have to talk about it. We are gonna. We don't even want to miss a week, cause we, or, or two episodes, you know. We have to get on this, uh, because we do not want to miss out on talking about these fights. This is a great card. It's a... Uh, it's a great championship fighters uh, out here. But before we get into any of that, just this morning, dude. Yes. I mentioned I, mean, I mentioned there about the, the the 5Ks that I've been running, and this morning I actually went and did the uh, ancient trail, or the ancient trek trail. you <laughs> Swear to God, man. It was like 8.20 in the morning. I'm at Keystone uh, Lake, dude. It was amazing. It was really nice, dude. Nice. Okay, man. Well, you know what? You're here, you know, you're, you've you been running these races. I, I got yeah. a few questions for you, man. So so before the race, yes. did you happen to eat a, eat a nice meal, like a, a heavy, solid breakfast before the race? Absolutely not. Absolutely not? No, because uh, it was out, way the fuck out in Sand Springs. Yeah. And I, I, I'm, you know, I live in Broken Arrow. Yeah. So I had, uh, I was up at 5.55, Ooh. left the house at 6.20, went to a brother's house, picked him up, went to another brother's house, picked him up. Uh, obviously, we had a few joints, you know, so we had some breakfast, <laughs> you know. Uh, oh, we! Yeah, we had some, uh, uh, we just had, we all just happened to have pre-rolls. Like, that's one thing, that's the theme, that's yeah. what we do. It's just like, you know, it's just something we have. Uh, we all have a, we all have a medical marijuana card anyway, so. But, uh, anyway, um. No, no food, dude. No we food. we had to get out there. We okay. had to get out there. We got gas. <laughs> we, didn't get, we couldn't eat breakfast, not at that time, no. I hear that. Okay, so, you stretch before the race? No. You went no, into just bad. Yeah, stiff. I did. I did push-ups to warm up. It was fucking freezing. Okay. And the elevation up there, start uh, like uh, the, by the time we got up there, dude, the elevation was like at a thousand, dude, a thousand feet above sea level, and the air was so it was hard to breathe. It was intense up there, dude. But no, we did not train. I did. Uh, I did push-ups just to warm up. Oh yeah. Because I, I, I know once you start running, you're, you'll you'll want to layer. Uh, uh, just take off a few layers. So I left. I took off the layers before, and then I had a warm up. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You don't want to carry something yeah. for a while. Yeah. We actually we showed up five minutes before the sh- the race started. There was a line to the porta potties, um, but we ended up getting registered and everything like two three minutes before the gunshot because there's a gunshot the gun goes off and everybody goes so okay the gun goes off where yeah. did you start in the race i i, I like to start in the back uh, there, it's not because the, the timing it, just even with the timing uh the with the number that you have mm-hmm. there's a registration behind it there's like a rfid tag okay so it won't start the race until you run past that line 
So I, we let everybody just run up there because it's a little frustrating. Yeah. Uh, but after just a few moments, uh, you don't wait too long. I ended up just taking off. Just taking off and then on your left, on your left, on your left. You're just hollering at everybody. Just like – because some people really just want to walk it. Yeah. And that's fine. Other people are um, – they have their babies in a stroller, mm-hmm. and they're like dragging their kids out yeah, there. It's a family yeah, yeah and it's it's like oh, this poor baby's out here, but they're in the stroller and they and they run, they wait for everybody as well. So it was really fun. It was really cool. Okay, all right. Well, so usually in races, you typically you pick an enemy. You you yes. You you find someone to race against right. or, or or something to keep you motivated yeah. throughout. You sure uh, do. To say. So so what was what was it for you that kept you going? Just like, pushing me forward. Yeah. Well, okay. Uh, this one normally that's absolutely correct. The last race that I did uh, just two weeks ago, my mm-hmm. very first one, that one was all pavement, all um, cement, right? Yeah. Not a problem. Real simple. Everybody knows where they're going. This trek started all pavement for a bit. And it would swing left and right, and you're running through the, the, the reason why they call it the ancient forest is because the trees are over 500 years old. Wow. And it's illegal to step off and uh, trespass. You know, you cannot you touch it. You have to. You have to. And there's some points after a little bit, when just when I was thinking I wore the wrong shoes because I had these like heavy duty running shoes. Um, the pavement ended and it turned to gravel mm. and then people slowly disappeared from each other like I ended up uh, running way ahead of my brothers and just lost them throughout the race like I ran this thing alone while they were taking selfies and taking <laughs> pictures of Keystone they got some amazing photos that's amazing yeah they, they really had a great time with it For, this thing just turned into like an endurance thing like I didn't feel like stopping yeah, I was I just like let's that. push forward because there was moments where like you're thinking you're all alone. All of a sudden, it turns from gravel into dirt and then rocks and mud, and it got really gnarly. Like, really, there was some play. It's, it's, it's funny because it's, it's, I don't want to say it's dangerous, but you can fuck your shit up and trip and like hit the ground and then just get up and just continue running because there's nobody out there. And like, uh, the last race that I had was at a park, mm-hmm. so there was people handing out cups of water. This one, all of a sudden, in, in the middle of the trail, there was a cooler. <laughs> full of water I almost said Agua full of water um, and then you loop back around and you hit that cooler again and then there's these little signs that said you know 5k go this way 10k go this way and whenever I saw that little sign I would book it to that sign you know just push and then continue running and so I because they because you don't see anybody for a little bit like every once in a while somebody will like you'll see somebody and then you'll just run past them or keep up with them but yes. other times these real skinny white boys would just take off yeah. next day. Just where the fuck did you come Who'd from? You, yeah, where the- yeah, spit in, just spit in. It's like, oh god. You gotta keep that running edge. Yeah. Right? So, so there's usually with the five k. How five k is a few miles. You know, yeah. Don't know, it's, it's, it's yeah five k. It's yeah it's three point five, three point four two, three point five. Uh-huh. So um, it's really not that bad. Five yeah. k. That's why we say five k rather than three. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I know. It sounds I, way no, more. Most definitely. So. Yeah. It's a while though to to be a couple miles straight up to go all yeah, the way. Yeah, just to run. Yeah, there there's possibility to you know tightness. Yes. Uh, you know cramping. Yes. Any of that did you experience? Absolutely, uh, especially the, the beginning, especially yeah. right in the beginning where the gun goes off and I'm like I'm still I, I, I you know I was just shaking you know I was just in the bathroom. <laughs> you know what I mean? I like I'm like all of a sudden like I'm now I'm in the race. Yeah. So at the beginning it was. Uh, the payment wasn't too bad. It really was just trying to get past the people, but um, as soon as as soon as the race started, you're like the whole my whole body was sore, and um, 
there was points in it. Oh cramp. I had a cramp so bad in my in like the ribs, whatever's down there. Yeah. Like I don't know whatever what whatever part of that body. Yeah. Your soul. Yeah, it just hurt so bad. Yeah. But I didn't want to stop. Even there was one point where it was like eight ten in the morning, and I'm up at Keystone looking down at the lake, and it was, it was they called it it was like it was like wooden sign, and this one was called like George Washington Watch Post, and it was beautiful, and I couldn't pull my phone out in time because I didn't want to stop. No, I just I was like let's go, let's go, and that's actually what I was talking about where there was a while where I didn't see anybody where I thought I'm not even on the trail anymore, like what the hell just happened, um, but no, it was really cool. It was just. Oh man, it was just being out there was just amazing. Yeah, that's, a, that's so so. Where'd you place? How'd you do? What was your time? Okay, yeah, my time. I ended up finishing. It was like thirty five. It was like thirty four ten, thirty four twenty. It was just under. It was just over like 30, uh, just under thirty five minutes. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I it's slipping my mind at the moment, but there was an amazing point of it where um, towards the end there was some uh, people that were just like kind of cheering you on, like all right, come on, here we go. You're not too far now. Um, just people just to remind you, like hey, you know, you're almost finished. But then uh, there's a hill, and at the very top of the hill, there was just at the, I could barely see an orange, almost like an orange display, and I knew the finish line was around there. So as soon as I saw that, I just took off up that hill, and when I got to the top of the hill, I looked straight down, and there was the finish line at the very bottom of it. So the, uh, and a raccoon and a mask a mascot raccoon standing at the bottom. Yes, just waving, just come on, come on, (laughs) and I took off running down that motherfucker, like, it was like, it it was full sprint where I'm barely touching the ground, and my legs are so spread apart, and I'm move, I'm like yelling at the raccoon with my hands, you know, just like, move, move, like, doing my arm thing, because I wanted to finish under, it was like, it was like 35.10, and I wanted to get under 35.30, like, there was just, I, I, I just, once I saw my time, I was like, I gotta get down there. And the uh, and the timer started before I started because I started in the back. Yeah. So I I, I haven't gotten the results just yet. Uh, they uh, I have, well I actually I, you know I didn't even look it up, but I uh, I'll I'll look it up here soon. Uh, but then after I ran down there, right uh, I took this corner and there was this woman giving out medals. So I uh, I got one of the medals, and I took off running back up the hill on the on the other end of it mm-hmm. towards the outside of the trail. And then I waited for my two brothers to come on down. And then while they were coming, while, while people were just coming, I was like cheering them on. Like, hey, you can finish, 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 finish. We're just down the hill. Not long after I got up there, I saw my brothers. I, yeah. I saw my bros. And they were in a pack of people. Like, they, Steven and my, and my brother David, they made a bunch of friends. And they actually, like, ran together. So all of a sudden, I'm cheering on for all these people. Like, whoa, let's go. You can do it. I'm just, like, yelling at them. It was just so exciting, dude. Because as soon as they saw me, they took off running. And then, uh... I think there was like a wave because they started cheering for themselves and then people at the bottom started getting loud. Like it was just a crazy wave of energy and it was so amazing. And like, oh man, just taking a photo out there. And uh, after we were, we were actually, we brought all these pre-rolled, man. We thought we were going to have some time that we were just going to cheat, but we didn't think we were going to get so competitive with it. Yeah. We ended up going up to uh, Turkey Mountain. Yeah. And then there we just hung out and that we actually ran another mile, a quarter mile. Like we just... It was, it, was, it was so amazing. It was so amazing. And that's actually what I want to bring up is the, the next race that we have in mind is for David, my brother David's birthday, which is March 1st. They're doing a, a Turkey Mountain Trail. This is like a – this one actually will be an 8K, which is five miles. Um, so, yeah, March 1st. That's the next one we're eyeing. This one's only – again, these things are only like $30. $30. And it's like – it's $30 that's well spent. You know what I mean? That's – you know what I'm saying? Like just think about that $30, you know? 
I guess yeah, it's always going to something good. Yeah, well, this one actually was for the Ancient Trail uh, Preserve. They actually, what they said that they, uh, because of the events that they've been so successful the last five years, mm-hmm. that with this year they have enough to build a visitor center. Heck yeah. Yes. See, that's, that's why yes. the races are ran. Yes. That's why people go out and do these mm-hmm. events. You know, if I could just donate and not run. Yeah, yeah. You know, well, here, man. You know, well, yeah, just sponsor, sponsor your boy. <laughs> All right? We got to get on those t-shirts, dude. I want to get something like that. So, like, when I'm running out there, I had a Bears t-shirt on. And, uh, you know, I was repping the North, but uh, we, I would love to have something that says set the record just across its chest or, you know, something that, like, if we can just get personalized, you know, Malcolm and Kevin, set the record. you know what I'm saying? But it was really amazing, man. It's And if people are thinking about going out or trying something like this, you can do it. Anybody can do it. Like, I'm not, I didn't train for it, you know? Uh, one thing I talked about just even doing the last year was just push-ups and then fishing. But this year, what I'm going to do is just, I'm just going to run. I'm just going to do these marathons. So and, casting your pole got you ready for these runs. Yes. Okay. Yeah. It's just the mindset, patience or something. Just, uh, just because everything, I know, if you, I know uh, a struggle with myself last year was my weight. Like I talked about how I can't be talking about sports and then be just a big ball of, you know, just, you know, myself. So, uh. I know people are struggling, but uh, or, but, but and also this, or people that just started working out, it, it takes time. You know, you're not going to see results for like six weeks, and that's going to be what you see. People aren't going to see what you do for like 13 weeks or something. It's something crazy. Maybe like 10 weeks. Or it's a while. Yeah, yeah no, it yeah. just takes a long time. Like portion control, yeah. all the above. Yes. Just, uh, Anything. Keeping a good head on your shoulders. Mm-hmm. Uh, Got to be strong, man. Yeah. Definitely will and determination exactly and i'm not i'm not saying like i'm in the best shape at all but uh run out here one do one of these runs it's you're giving back it's 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 donating things you're you don't even have to make it competitive just come out here for a walk it's really nice the ancient trail is not even open like like 40 percent of the year it's something crazy where it's like you can barely get in there Hmm. but it was fun man it was a lot of fun it's all that matters we gotta shave your head and get you back on the monkey bars. Alright, alright, dude. The reason why we're doing a Saturday show was because of the UFC 247. Absolutely. Yes. This is why we came here on a Saturday to yes. do this recording. Look, it's it's a it's a it's a tale of well, two amazing co-main and main events, right? Right. The two, yeah, um, the, the main events are the big the, draw. The UFC card itself is a little on the diet side. Like, you know, it's like, uh, it's like UFC light. Yes, UFC yeah, light. Whatever yes. you want to call it. Right. Uh, but no, the, the headliners are obviously amazing. John Jones. John Jones versus Dominic Reyes. Dominic and then, Reyes. And uh, then uh, Valentina Shevchenko yep. versus Caitlin Chewett. Yeah, Chukagan. Yeah, man. No, a wonderful main event. Yes. And uh, you know what? We'll move right on through and start. Let's start the main card. the main, main card. card. Right. With uh, our boy, Derek Lewis. Derek you know, Lewis. Houston's own Derek Lewis. Actually, I think he trains out of... Actually, I'm not sure if he's from Houston or if he trains out of Houston, but I know he's Houston proud. The Black Beast. Yes. 260 pounds. 79-inch mm-hmm. reach. This dude's huge. Nine, uh, 18 wins by knockout. 22-7. and seven, And he's the fifth rank heavyweight in the division. Damn. Right? And he's coming in. He's fighting Eri Latifi, right? Yes. Eri Latifi is a light heavyweight fighter. Richard. His whole career, right? Mm-hmm. He's... 
15 and 7 at that weight class. Right. Uh, he's coming in this fight not too heavy. Nope. Uh, still fighting, coming in pretty small. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because uh, Derek Lewis was 262, and this guy's 247. 247. And 5'10". Five, five, yeah. Okay. Way smaller fighter. Yeah, Derek Lewis coming in 6'2". Right. Not shrinking anytime soon. Yep. But uh, Ira Latifi, he's known as the Sledgehammer. Yes. Right? And, well, the Sledgehammer's lost three of his last five <laughs> in two in a row. Okay, so I'm not sure what sledgehammer hammer he's sledging. Yeah, he should find a new hammer. Sledgehammer. It's a rubber mallet. Yeah, <laughs> right. Exactly. I want to see what this is bouncing off of. Yeah. Now he's a part of American Top Team, and this okay. American Top Team has apparently mm-hmm. been going after Derek Lewis. He's he really? talked. I watched in a, a couple of interviews really? of him, and he was like, "Man, he's like, this seems like everybody from their camp is just." Coming at me. Coming at me. He's like, yeah, even this guy. Right. So this That's guy's interesting. Here the TV's a two-time NCAA champion mm-hmm. and a skilled grappler. Yeah, I was going to say that. Because Derek Lewis, what I've noticed the thing about Derek Lewis is that he has trouble with shorter fighters. He, he lets fight, they, they, the fighters get in. The, the little guys get in there. Yeah, he yeah, he tends to let them. Well, they tend to be a little faster, for sure. Uh, oh, yeah, that's interesting, yes. Uh, but he's got this power. I don't he think sure Latifi's Lati- Lati- going to come Shit. inside and get caught with an uppercut. Oh. I think... I think Derek Lewis has been working on his takedown defense. Oh. You've seen him get better progressively uh, each fight. That's true. So yeah, you sure have. UFC. I will. Man, I, he's a betting favorite. I'm betting on him too. Uh, Derek Lewis by knockout the first round. Holy shit! I don't think this fight goes long. I, okay. First second round. I think late in the first round. I think wow. it's over. I think Latifi goes in for a takedown. <laughs> yeah. And, and uh, Derek Lewis ends his night. Really? Yeah. Because I think that's what it is. That's gonna. It's gonna be Latifi. I have. I think Latifi's gonna win by points. Wow. Decision. You think he's gonna end the decision? Wow, no way. It's gonna go to. This, it's gonna go. It's gonna finish. In, it's gonna go to three rounds. No way. I, I just don't see Latifi getting hurt, uh, or or letting Derek Lewis tee off on him or anything, or get a shot off, because he's gonna get in there and take him to the ground. It's gonna be a boring fight. No, I don't see that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I see knockout of the night. Whoa. Yeah, I see it damn near. Damn okay, near well, I'm terrible at these predictions, dude. It's proven time and time again that I do not know what the fuck I'm talking about. No, that's not, that's <laughs> un, that's not true. All right. Fighting is a game of sometimes luck. You yeah. Know, we watch these fights. You, see, you can see these guys, and we can, we can talk all day about what we think they're going to do. But that's they, true. They still have to go out and execute. These guys oh, yeah. have a bad training camp, and we do not see that. You know, We just expect what we expect. Hell yeah. But well, I appreciate it, man. Thanks, dude. Derek Lewis by <laughs> knockout, first round. Again, I disagree. <laughs> then we go back into it. It's like Aloha. Oh, man. Now, we got the next fight on the card. Yes. Uh, moving up on the main card. 145-pound bout. Yeah, by the way. Bektik. Mm-hmm. He's coming. He's fighting Dan Ige, right? Ige. Danny Ige. Yeah. He's on a four-fight winning streak. He's a volume puncher, a good wrestler. Mm-hmm. He's 12-2. and two. Yeah, I didn't even think. I didn't, even Bekdek is thirteen and two. Thirteen and two. Both These guys, guys are good, good, good um, records. Decent records. Yeah, absolutely. Um, when Bert, uh, Bektik came into the octagon for the first time, it was like he came in. He won his first four fights, mm-hmm. and then he got knocked out by Elkins, and mm-hmm. later knocked out by Josh Emmett. It just seems, oh shit, Josh Emmett is a mean fucking guy though. No, he's got a punch for sure. But yeah, uh, what we've noticed with Bektik, he's he's a really talented fighter. Uh, but he's he's got this glass jaw thing. Mm, glass jaw back dick. Glass jaw back dick. So <laughs> no, I just no, I think he's <laughs> I think he'll end up surviving this fight. I'm not seeing him getting knocked out, but I think I just gonna do some takedowns. I think mm-hmm. he's gonna handle him on the ground and 
I think he's gonna win by decision. I got, oh, cool. I got Danny Ainge. Just okay. by decision. Just yeah, this one I actually didn't know uh, uh, who to go to. I, I'm not familiar with either of the fighters, mm. so I'm just gonna have to rely on uh, on you on this one for real. Um, but the other fight that I'm eyeing is between Jawan Adams Uh-oh. and Houston Taffa. Oh, 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 yo, oh, Juan Adams, huh? Oh, Juan Adams. Ju- yeah, Justin Taffa. Oh, oh I, mean, I, well, I butchered that shit. Oh, that's amazing. Holy shit, <laughs> Jawan Adams. Jawan Adams. Yeah. <laughs> Oh uh, yeah! Oh, I know Juwan or Juwan Juan. I know Juan. I know Juan Adams. He is the one that got knocked out by Greg Hardy yeah. in that ugly fashion. Yeah, definitely. He got knocked out, bounced on his knees, and took, stood back up. Yeah, pretty right. Much. It was <laughs> weird. It was really weird. Yeah, I've never really seen weird. legs do that. Yeah, yeah. He sprang him up. He's known as the Kraken. Juan uh, Adams is. The he's Kraken. five and two. You know, he's relatively tall man. He's yeah. eighty inch reach. The Kraken. And yeah, I expect the loser of this fight between me. Oh, between Justin, Justin, Justin Taffa, Justin, Justin the bad man, the bad man, bad man. Uh, I expect the loser of this fight terrible. Probably out of the UFC, you know. <laughs> yeah, I, I can't imagine, man. These guys are both of these guys needing a win. Yes, uh, Justin Taffa, his first fight, he lost. He mm-hmm. came into the fight into the UFC losing. Right. And uh, but he's been a what is that three three he, fight win streak now. No, because he, he's three and one. Yeah, he won those fights before he got to the octagon. Oh, so his first fight. Oh, first shit. fight, he lost by knockout. And then, yeah, we and saw Juwan, we, Juwan Adams. We see Juan Adams losing uh, just recently. Yeah, and Juan Adams hasn't won a fight since December of 2018. Damn. So both of these guys Damn. super in need of a fight. And I don't a fight a, of a win. Right. And I think Adams gets this. I think he's a better striker. You know, I don't know. Yeah, how? Because I see Juan Adams, uh, Juan Adams, Juan Adams winning by decision. <laughs> Damn it! I say it. Yeah, once you I mess say it, up, it you once. Can... Yeah, and I cannot. Yeah. I'm just glad I can say Damian Lillard. Chicken pot pie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's oh, the same thing. You can no. never unhear it. Right. Oh man, people just now you just did it for Juan them. Juan <laughs> Oh no. Yeah, I'm telling you. Um, but I, I, I think this one, this one, I think this one has the potential. Besides the two top, uh, these guys, you mentioned it, um, that these both of them need to win. Need I win. hope, I hope this one finishes in a fashion where they both have an opportunity. I'm like, man, who are we going to get rid of? Like, they both did well. But I right. see I see Juan, uh, Juan Adams winning by decision. Win by decision. Yeah. I like that. I like Juan Adams by knockout. I, mm-hmm. I think he needs it. I think he knows he needs it. Talk wow. is cheap. He's been talking fine. Yeah. He talks a good game. It's time for him to put it into the octagon. Hell yeah. Um, I... I think he wins in the second round by knockout. I, I think I've I've watched Justin Taffa in his first fight got knocked out coming in. Right. I think he doesn't realize how fast the UFC is compared to, to where he was there. before. So I just different. I think Watt Adams different Adams is capable. It's a different league. If yeah. He, if he can prove that he could move a little bit better. Uh, yeah. You know I just. He's a better head striker. move, man. Yeah, yeah, because the last thing we want to do, you know, he is the Kraken. We want it. We we want him to be the Kraken, the mythological beast. Yeah, well, instead of yeah, him getting Kraken in the head. Yeah, yeah, yeah get cracked upside his head. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> cracked up in the head. Yeah, dude. I mean, these look. His last his last two losses were rough. Uh, the bounce back, it, it, it's necessary uh, for him to stay. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's just the way I see it. That, that's the fight before. Obviously, we get into the championship rounds. We got the flyweight division, females, 125, Valentina Bullet. 
Oh, yes. Oh, man, I love her, man. 18 and 3, 7 by submission. She's dominant in the, anything she does. Like for real. Top game, bottom. I mean, she's... Right. And even outside the uh, outside the uh, octagon, mm. she lives in... She's actually... She lives in Texas. And uh, she is an avid gun ranger. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, she she's she's constantly going to gun ranges. She's got weapons. She goes... She is a freaking... I 100% believe She's it. amazing. And, and that, her and her sister. Her sister was with her. Uh, that Pantera. I can't remember. Her name slips my mind, but I can remember her nickname. Because they're both beasts. She's fighting Caitlyn... The blonde fighter, Chukagan. Chukagan. Right? Uh, 13 and 2. She's got a height advantage, a four-inch height advantage, right? Yeah. And an uh, inch and a half reach. She, as a, a young girl, uh, her family would go to uh, the Jersey Shore. Yeah, she's from like that part of New Jersey, oh, New Jersey, oh, and she, she commutes. She commutes from New Jersey by subway, by train she to the city. Like a yeah, so she's yeah good in the octagon. You know. Hoist Gracie, she's tra- she's trained out of a Hoist Gracie gym in New York, in New Jersey, <laughs> in Jersey soil. <sword. laughs> Valentina's been dominant, right, in her reign at flyweight. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know her only her. Big two losses, right? Amanda Nunes, she lost twice. One by split decision. Right. That was just in 2017. And then lost at the unanimous decision in 2016. But everything else she's won That four feels like fights. it's been so long, it feels like. Yeah, four fights since uh, the Amanda Nunes. And all of them have been dominate, yeah. uh, dominant fights. Uh, she knocked the hell out of Jessica I. Took her, damn I mean, nearly took her eye out. Like, yeah, I mean, right. Aim for her eye. Right there. Unanimous yeah. de- uh, decision over I'm, Carmouche. I'm glad her name wasn't Jessica Crotch. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, <right. laughs> you know she what I'm saying? Took that out too, man. She <laughs> right. really play around. She, uh, you, you listen to her speak and she speaks with conviction. Yes. Uh, there's nothing about, uh, nothing joking in, in the way she speaks, her yeah. tone. Uh, she, she's a committed fighter. She's and, ready for anything. And her in the octagon, man. And, and she speaks, uh, I listen to their pre-fight mm-hmm. interviews and stuff, and of course the interviews are, are, are asking about fighting Nunez again for a third time. Uh, you know, you focus on what you have at hand here. Yeah. She, she, she makes that very clear, and I think, I think that's what's important. She's a, a black belt in Taekwondo. Wow. And she's got the power advantage, I think, in this fight. I, Chu Kagan's awesome. I really, she is. I, I really do think she's great. Me uh, too. She lost... To Jessica mm-hmm. and Liz Carmouche, who we who, just talked about, and then Valentina the just team. beat both, and so, she lost to both. She's got good defense. Chukagan does. She's got range, which is gonna help her in this fight. Sure, yeah. But I, uh, she's got brown belt in jujitsu, yes. and I think that's awesome. But yes. man, I think that what what that's, Valentina's <sighs> capable of her her Muay Thai, her ground game. I yeah. think that's gonna end up being too much. I do think this goes to decision. I'm ah, not gonna lie. wow. Oh, you think Caitlyn's gonna survive? No, I like. Okay, yeah. Fourth round submission. Wow, well, yeah. Interesting. Oh, championship rounds. The bullet gets a submission in the fourth round. Because I see, I also, yeah. well, actually, I, I um, I this one, this notes. one, I'm not sure if it's if it's gonna be a knockout or submission, mm. but uh, I also see this one not go, not going to the distance. Maybe third, fourth round, maybe even early. I'm not sure, but I know it's gonna be Shevchenko. Uh, I can, you could just, you just know, you just know whenever you know. We've seen this time and time again with different sports, even in the same sport, with people that you know have a good run in them. Yeah. That's like, this guy's going to be a champ for Amanda a little Nunez. bit. Yes. You've got uh, Khabib Nurmagomedov. Yes. I mean, you've got guys who You like, have Valentina sure Shevchenko. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. She's going to... Uh, she and, and still. Yeah. And still. 
Your right. friend. I, I could buy into that. Yeah, she's a humongous betting favorite. Twelve hundred. I could never. I could never understand those, man. Yeah, <laughs> right. so it's it's how the betting. Uh, so if you right. were to bet, uh, I'm not gonna try to go. Into right, that. right, right. Yeah. I'm not gonna go into that. But this fight, uh, I think, I think the bull is gonna mm-hmm. take this fight. Keep it inside. Okay. Ground and pound. Oh yeah. Uh, it's gonna be a really good. Co-main yes. Man, this is what we talk about. This the light heavyweight right here, man. The exciting the main part event. of the night. UFC 247. UFC 247. In Houston. Mm. Okay. Houston. It's John Jones versus Dominic, the Dominator, undefeated Reyes. Okay. I will. <laughs> yeah, undefeated <laughs> for now, right? Undefeated, right. yeah. For He's 29. John uh, Jones coming into this, what, 32 years old? 32 right. years old, yeah. Sure. Yeah, 25 and 1. With a questionable asterisk loss, right, right. With the twelve this, to six yeah, elbow. there's gonna be an asterisk on his record, like there's an asterisk on uh, other things. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I can't. Yeah. Anderson so, Silva, yeah, mm, no. was PD issues at the end. So John yes. Jones has got a huge reach advantage in this fight, about seven inches. Damn. Um, they're about the same height. It actually looks like Dominic Reyes has got an inch on John Jones right. in, in the height department. Um, Dominic Reyes is the fourth. Rated light heavyweight. Oh, cool! In the UFC, and I think he's capable. He's capable of winning this fight. You know, yeah. I mean, he he's beaten OSP. Yes, he beat a Cannoneer. Bro, he, Jared Cannoneer. Jared Cannoneer, and that was yeah. going to go one of two ways. One of them was going to knock each other yeah. out. That, I mean, there was one. There yeah. was only one way that was going to end yeah. that fight, and then he beat Chris Weidman. A joke of a fight. We got Weidman, who should have never went up to light. I was just bringing that out. Yeah, he went up. Would never worked. He was washed up in the weight class he was in at middleweight. Yeah, and he thought and going he thought, up would be easier on his weight cut. So he didn't I bet, have to weight something. cut. Right. Yeah. His weight and cut. if you're, if you're looking for the easy way out, you're gonna get a knockout. Yeah. Right. And this guy. That's the only easy way out in the UFC is a knockout. Developing a glass jaw over the last few years, and of course Dominic Reyes <laughs> took advantage of that. Yeah. And he beat a. Diet or a light Chris Weidman. It's the same. It's the it's the the whole. It's a, he caught him at the right time. You get Chris Weidman beat fucking Anderson Silva. Yeah. Are you kidding me? Right. Nah, man. You beat him twice. <laughs> I, I mean, asterisk. Asterisk. Look, the point is, Dominic Reyes. He's fought okay guys. Yes. And you look. We don't have to talk about the list of guys. John Jones is right. Jeez. There's just through. just. Champion, just champion. as cha- yeah, just as as Rain as champion. Yeah. We're not even talking about before. No, you got, what, before Rampage, how he runs. Machida. Yeah, got, I mean you've got so many there guys. Just, there was so many. Uh, oh, oh, Bader, Bader. Ryan Bader. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. There's just so many. There's so many. Absolutely. Uh, like I mentioned, champ, champ, champ. When we see one, I think this is going to be and still. Yeah. This one's going to be. I. This is fourth round, fifth. Definitely championship rounds, TKO or knockout. Okay. Well, you know, Dominic Reyes has got pure power. He's mission shit. He's an athlete. Yeah. Um, he's looking to counter those leg kicks from John Jones, and I think that's a path for him to win this fight. Mm. Countering the leg kicks. The counters. He's a powerful leg, a uh, left leg striker. He's a good with his left side. Yeah. He's a left hand hitter. Yes. Um, that's his one way of winning this fight. Okay. Um, I, I don't. I don't think that's going to happen. Now, I worried about the left hand. Sure. I'm only only worried about this because John Jones' ego is his biggest downfall. That's true. I think John is a wonderful fighter. He's the best. He's the GOAT. He's the greatest light yeah. heavyweight I've ever seen. Uh, he's a better wrestler. He's He can switch stances. But I don't want him to go in there and fight Reyes at his own game. 
I don't need him to go in there and start striking with Reyes and being a, a, a matchup of we meet in the octagon Keep and we, it we fight up. it out. I don't want that. I want John to take him down mm-hmm. and wear Reyes on him. Dirty I, in, box. In every way. Get him on the ground. John's capable of... If, if he gets him on the ground, it, it's it's all John Jones. John Jones can switch it up. We can go ground game. We can do some striking. I hope. We can do a little more. Because that's something we don't see him. I mean, he knocked out Leola... I mean, he put the sleep Leola Machida in a rare stand-up choke but I would love to see him oh and then even Rampage he knocked out he, uh, yeah. he submitted Rampage this guy that well, John's capable of whatever he wants to do whatever he sees fit that's mm-hmm. gonna work in this fight I want him to test all areas I don't like I said I just don't want him to fight a stand up fight Yeah. with Reyes I think he'll win this John Jones will win this fight he tends to coast in these five round fights since he's been champ he's, he's I mean I'm not saying he's taking things off by any means yeah. he's a wonderful guy a wonderful champion and it just seems like he kind of toys with his opponents. Yeah, like oh yeah. He tries doesn't to take him too them, serious sometimes. Tries to beat them at their own game. And I think he knows Reyes is powerful. I think he goes in there with a mentality to destroy him. For sure. Uh, Jones gets a third round knockout. Oh, man. I love I don't it. think this goes into the championship oh, yeah. rounds. Oh, okay. Well, I can't wait. I can't wait to see what happens. And that's tonight. This is like, you know, yeah. UFC 247. But before we step out of the UFC, uh, I just want to bring up one of our fighters. One of our favorite fighters is going to be on uh, next week's card on February 15th. Our girl, Montana De La Rosa. Mm-hmm. She's going to be on uh, next week's card. Alright, that's something just to look forward to because we, we talk we talk a lot about her. So um, um, we, we're finally going to see an opportunity to get a uh, crack at, uh, and, and in fact, even her husband, her husband, uh, Michael, is fighting too. He's on the prelim, like way before she is. She's a, uh, she's like she's on the card. <laughs> she's on the card. She's a bigger, she's a bigger name. Right That's now. true. She sure is. She sure is. Better fighter. Yeah. Well, bro. Uh, let, let's take a step out of shop talk real quick, and let's go into some wacky ass news. <laughs> so simple. All right, man. I know normally you're the the guy who brings up the fast food uh, and yep. the establishments, but uh, this Valentine's Day at selected Burger King locations, mm-hmm. you can receive a free Whopper. Yep. All right, with a printed picture of your ex girlfriend. Okay, this is because of the new upcoming motion picture, Birds of Prey. Yep. Uh, it's a DC movie. It's Harley Quinn and a bunch of girls. Uh, Margot Robbie's in it. Um, there, uh, there's this, there's these whoppers in a box called the breakup box. Yeah. You go in there, get a picture of your ex girlfriend. If you say it's your ex girlfriend, because what's stopping people from like, this is my ex girlfriend, and it's like Natalie Portman, yeah. or, or uh, Hillary Swank, yeah. And somebody's like, oh, she's hot, and the other one's like, mm. questionable. Yeah, questionable. But put that in the breakup box, man, and receive your, you know, free whopper. I thought of something. Uh, it's stupid. It's cheap. But I have an idea for a date. You know, two people show up with two pictures of their exes, each get a burger, or each get a Whopper and sit down and enjoy a free Whopper. All right? It's Valentine's Day. Take your girl out. Take your girl out to Burger King. Right? Yeah, and these are just selected, you know. Uh, uh, it's not around here, which is fun. Or at least we don't have to deal with it. In like New York City, LA, San Francisco, they could use a free Whopper. And uh, Boston. <laughs> <laughs> you know, they're out there in Boston. So, uh, yeah, man. Uh, and then, dude, uh, before I want to take a quick break. Want to take a quick break from the show and just shout out our good friends over at Med Farm, who we see. I just saw them Thursday. You just saw them Friday. Med Farm. Let's hear. Let's hear them out.
Farm is a local veteran, family-owned and operated business offering a patient-driven experience. With alternative plant-based and hemp-derived wellness products, you can trust MedFarm to be there and help make things well again. Hours and directions at MedFarmOK.com. Still here with us, man, and I got. I'm gonna break down some boxing news, some little rumor sure. around the uh, the mill, and we got Dylan White, right? Oh <laughs> hell no! I know, right? Exactly. We got Dylan White here. He's, he's, he's threatening to embarrass Deontay Wilder. He's, he's gonna release some documents um, saying that De- Deontay Wilder's been ducking him. Oh, like he's been avoiding what are you gonna, what, you fighting been, this guy. What does that mean? He's been sliding into Deontay Wilder's DMs. I'm saying that uh-oh. Dylan White is saying, uh oh, <laughs> don't bring the cat out. We sure wrong. Dylan White, he's, I mean, he's just saying, he's like, Deontay Wilder don't want none of this, right? And I'm not sure that's the case uh, because uh, the body snatcher, I mean, he's he's all right. The body snatcher, this damn! Is lines, man. You gotta watch this. Man, guy. we got body snatcher and cracking heads. Yeah, lots <laughs> Yo, this of violence is crazy. Going on but no, this guy, he says he wants to fight Wilder. He says he's got documents proving mm-hmm. that Deontay Wilder has ducked him in order to fight, you know, a bigger name like Tyson Fury or something like that because he's afraid to take an L, uh, yeah. you know, on the, against this guy over here. And he's overseas, man. He's, he's, he's He fights across the pond. He sure does, yeah. Uh, that's going to be uh, the theme of the, a lot of these fighters that are coming up. Yeah, exactly. Well, you got one side of the table, like Anthony Joshua, this guy right here. Right. Uh, Dylan White. Right. He's good. Dylan White's good. 27-1, and 18-9. Wow. His loss was to Anthony Joshua in 2015 in the seventh round by knockout. So he got knocked out to, uh, to AJ. Okay. And uh, he beat Joseph Parker uh, last year, or two years ago. Okay, cool. And Joseph Parker's a good fighter, but like I said, I I don't think he stands a chance with a guy like Deontay. I think mm-hmm. Deontay... So. Well, that's interesting. It's interesting that uh, I, I mentioned it before. Boxing has its pageantry, dude, and they get at each other. This is this is what I'm talking about. Yeah, you this, know, this These like, guys are beefing, and, and they make it well-known. Okay, man, we're beefing, and uh, and I want you to know. Yeah, Deontay's like, man, come on, get out of here. One, let's beef. I got money to get, mm-hmm. and I'll see you if you come up. Like, where you at? Like, you show up where I'm at. Right. You want some uh, of this belt? I got a, I got a belt right now. What do you want? Right. Like, hell yeah. That's just what I. Want. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Well, man, I always love, I always love taking a break from oddball. Let's get right back into it, dude. There's, uh, uh, let's keep the fighting going, man. Let's talk. You kept boxing. Let's keep it in the boxing realm. We mentioned Anthony Joshua. He will be fighting Kubrat Pulev. Yeah. Right. In yeah. June. Yeah. In June. Yeah. That fight. Uh, Pulev is twenty-eight and one, fourteen wins by knockout. Yes. Um, it's gonna be in London in June, like you said. Hello, love. And yeah, that's uh, look, it's a it's a mandatory title defense. Right. Uh, Anthony Joshua's got so many belts: the WBA, the right. IBF. And the WBO. That's three of the big. Three of the big. That's the big three big daddies right there. Right there, three <laughs> four in the heavyweight division. He's mandatorily have to fight. Absolutely, um, yes. To defend one of those, being the IBF. Okay, cool. Against Kubrat, and yeah, I, that's a that's a run over fight. That's that's like I said. Damn. I don't think that's any any big deal for AJ. Okay. Uh, he's really good. Uh, like I said, Pulev. I, 
Yeah. I haven't seen anything out of that guy that's uh, Shit. worth AJ sneezing over. <laughs> okay. 23 and 1, yeah. 21 knockouts for AJ. The Pulev method, my friend. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sometimes you got to use the Pulev method. <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> but yeah, you know, it, it's funny because we got Deontay Wilder fighting Tyson Fury, and Deontay Wilder, he owns the other belt, the yeah. one belt that AJ doesn't. The only belt AJ lacks in the heavyweight to be the, the unified, unified champ. Uh, yeah, the WBC ah. is the belt he's missing. Um, and Wilder's got it. The Bronze Bomber. Man, Deontay, that's a cool. He's I love these nicknames. These fighters have the greatest nicknames, yeah. man. Tyson, the Gypsy King. Fury, yes, right? there you go again. The Linear Champ. Forget about it. Yeah, no, these guys, they do have great nicknames. For sure, dude. This is for the WBC, t- uh, WBC oh, title. Right. And it's February 22nd, and they had a draw. 2018. Yes, it was amazing. It was a good fight. Good fight. Deontay Wilder, undefeated, just Mm. as the Gypsy King. And these guys collectively have knocked out 61 dudes. Damn. Uh, 41 to Deontay. And he's, he's, Deontay's a beast. He's a 95% knockout rate. Damn. I mean, that's, that's what you don't want to get in the ring. Right. Like, that's not one big. Yeah. No thanks. Oh. Oh, yeah, man. Like, exactly. Uh, it's funny because Tyson Fury's actually got a two-inch reach advantage. Oh yeah. He has said, quoted Tyson Fury, right. "I'm going to knock him out in the second round." Oh, he said, "Meet me in the second middle. Round. We're going to do this like uh, Hagler and Hearns. We're going to punch it out Holy just right there shit. in the middle of the freaking ring." He said he's going to knock him out in the second round. No problem. Guarantee it. Big game for a big wow. guy. Wow, and I love him. I love Tyson Fury. Big game for a I big guy. I love him. He's so uh, uh, the he was homeless for a bit. He had a, a drug addiction. Oh no, he had a depression, right? He, yeah, he, he definitely he had, had an addiction he, as right. well. Yeah. He had he had um all these demons. And his last check that he got from that draw, or he, I'm not sure if he won. I'm not sure if that was his last fight. I think he fought one more time. Yeah, he fought. Um, Autoballing. Yes, and he gave that money to charity, like all his winnings to charity he's from the good, fight. He's a he's, good man. Yeah, he's a good guy, man. For man. him to say shit like this, it's like that's out of wow. That's out of character. He means he means uh, strictly business in yeah. the ring. And good I, man, I can't wait. I love business. The opportunity <laughs> is set because the winner of you know the Wilder and Fury fight could potentially is, in yeah. late this year. You know. Fall, December. Anthony Joshua. Um, we got Anthony Joshua on the table, possibly for yeah. these heavyweights. So that's what we want. That's what we look forward to a unification of these heavyweight belts. For sure. Uh, I'll explain the belt situation real quick. We got four major boxing organizations. Right. right. We got the WBA, that's the World Boxing Association. Okay. It's formerly known as the NBA. Oh. They were the National Boxing Association. Uh, like, this ain't gonna fly. Yeah. We already got a really good one. There's of like those. a WWF. Yeah, right. It's like there's too many of you. Exactly. We think WBC. That's the World Boxing Council. Mm-hmm. Right. IBF. It's the International Boxing Federation. Wow. And then you have the WBO, which is the World Boxing Organization. He said, Wow. All of this could just be one belt, but they decided to make this really complicated, mm-hmm. and this is why the UFC is better than boxing, but yeah. we pay attention, and we like these guys, because they bring such personalities into the room. And then they're uh, from all over, all over the Polarizing place. Polarizing figures, yeah. and they do come from all over, and we have our guy in Deontay, who I think yeah. he's going to carry the torch for America, carry the torch for right. himself, and he's going to win this fight. But, we'll move on to that, we've got sure. a fun 
Dude, you, you talk with you I, yeah, that guy, man. I, yeah, I, we went, well, let's go from heavyweights to middleweights with Canelo Alvarez. Yes. You know, we all know, we talked about that huge deal that he signed with the zone. Yeah. So he needs fights, man. He needs he a couple of fights for the, the, uh, uh, for the around Cinco de Mayo. You know, we need something for May. The two potential fights that he's looking at are two Brits, right? They're from, or they're both middleweight champions in their own organization. Mm-hmm. Uh, Billy Joel Sanders. And Colum Smith. Okay, both of these guys, again, it's Canelo Alvarez. Oh, you know, of he's right now, he's going through everybody. You're, these guys, whoever he fights, has a potential of making some money. You know what I'm saying? Because this is all it is. Because Canelo's, I don't see Canelo losing to either one of these guys. Yeah, right now, if you're going in to fight against Canelo, you're happy to take the B side in whatever contract Yes. It's gonna make you money. Yeah, regardless. it's just that you just you have to put up your fight. Yeah, you know definitely. I mean? You have yeah. to fight. He goes in there and he beats a, a light heavyweight fighter, a guy who's a well-known vet, yes. a seasoned light heavyweight fighter, and did it with ease. Really, just tore him up, tore him to pieces. Huge knockout victory. I, I'd like to say that Canelo is one of the best we've seen in a long time. With the right. streak he's gone, he had that loss to Mayweather. Early in his career, dude's been on a tear. He's been on a tear since. Absolutely. Ever since that fight. There's no one who's remotely came close. We had Gennady Golovkin, uh, and that was okay. Sure, that one also ended in a draw. But I still that think... That first one did. Canelo mm-hmm. held his own against a guy who was claimed to be a bigger fighter. Yeah. And just dominated That's the true. next time around. Yeah. Like, what we yeah, what we've got is something special. It's yeah. like the you know the Tom Brady's, the LeBron James. Yes, like this guy we were just talking about boxing. that. Watch, is, is, this is what we this is why we do this. Don't miss this, John Jones. You know, it's all exactly Shevchenko. Yes, absolutely, man. Well put, well put. Well, if we're talking legends, Pacquiao. Oh, Pacquiao. Let's move down. Let's move down a little. Let's go move down a little bit into the welterweight. Yeah, with uh, Pacquiao. Pacquiao. He said he wants to fight more than once in 2020. Yes, but he's, he's got political events going on early in the year, so mm-hmm. summer's more of a yes. June, time. July is what he's eyeing. Yeah, but uh, he's looking at uh, obviously with Earl Spence Jr. Uh, there's there's a there can possible rematch with Sean Porter. Mm-hmm. Uh, Danny Garcia is another name that comes up. Yeah, Mikey Garcia. Michael as well. Garcia. Yep. Absolutely. Yeah, no, and so the belt lineup in the welterweight division is actually spread across three guys. That's We've good. Got four belts, three guys have them. Bud Crawford's got the WBO. Okay. You spoke of Pac-Man. Manny Pacquiao's got the WBA. WBA. And uh, Errol Spence Jr., Errol, my yes. guy, man. Duh, uh, he's got the WBC and the IBF. Yes. And Errol Spence, he wants Pac-Man, too. Um, he, he's 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 quoted, yeah, quoted yes. many times saying he would love to fight Manny Pacquiao, Absolutely. and he definitely he had a, a he's questionable to return in 2020 because he's coming off of a car accident, a car so crash. Definitely had that car accident, um, but uh, uh, I think he bounces back, man. Mm-hmm. This guy's a strong man, Errol Spence Jr. I and, think the, and then, uh, well, because he's actually the front runner. Because uh, Sean Porter, that one's less likely just because the two have similar fighting styles. They're both kind of, uh, we've already seen it once. Uh, we're good. We have already seen it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. Pac-Man, he, he, he just dominated Keith Thurman. Yes. Like, beat the brakes off of Keith Thurman. Like, Keith, one time, Thurman was like, this is the one time he's ever going to do this yeah. again. Yeah. Like, oh, man. <laughs> Keith went off. Yeah. <laughs> He definitely didn't have a good fight. He didn't show out that night. Uh, For sure. Did his work. 
the, the welterweight division is so amazing because the Errol Spence wants Pacquiao because now he'll have three of the four belts. Right. And then all he has to do is take out Bud Crawford. Right. Uh, Mikey Garcia, we're, we're, we've talked about him for just mm-hmm. a second. He's uh, 39-1, 30 wins by knockout, and he's fighting Jesse Vargas February 29th. Whoa, shit. Um, okay. And Jesse Vargas, he's a bigger opponent. He's, right. He's, he's a larger guy for Mikey Garcia. In with the huge win mm-hmm. over uh, uh, for Mike, Mikey Garcia over Vargas, this could vault him to the top of Pacquiao's list. Oh shit! Because uh, Errol Spence is you know gonna have some time off. Oh, yes, he definitely um, he might. Yeah. But like I said, Mikey Garcia he could show out February 29th against Jesse Vargas, and we'll yeah. see how that pans out. That's that's yeah. what the welterweight division is so stacked. So many of them. Um, that's what makes it so exciting. Because De- uh, Terrence. Bud Crawford, mm-hmm. he's still waiting for an opponent. He Man. had a, not a great show out in no. his last fight. But then now he also, he's the same boxer that we talked about before that wants to get in on with uh, Conor McGregor. Yeah, he did. they spoke of, uh, Bob Arum spoke of the uh, two-fight deal, yes. the UFC, and then a boxing agreement mm-hmm. fight afterward. But yeah, that's questionable. Always, you know, getting yeah, Conor McGregor. He's doing his thing yeah, right now in the UFC, yeah. and he's doing and well. And then the last thing you want to see is Bro, uh, Bud Terrence uh, uh, or Terrence Bud Crawford get flying knee to the head yeah. and then all of a sudden not be able to fight again. No, heavens no. No, that's not what you want to see. No. Actually, yeah, no. Sean Porter um, is a guy that Terrence Crawford's not really interested in fighting. Yeah, there's, the not, there's, division, not much to gain. there's not too much to gain. Not to gain from it, but no, yeah. But Sean Porter lot. does, but he not he not so much. Exactly. Uh, no one wants to fight Sean Porter. He's he's a dog in there, man. He fights yes. with his head down. You're you're liable to get cut, cut by head. The headbutt for but, sure. He's yeah. not saying he's a dirty fighter, but he's all over you. Yes. He's, just, he's, he's a mauler. He's, he's, a, he's He likes body contact. Mauler, you know, a brawler. A, yes. He's a, he likes to get in there. That's real dirty boxing. Yeah, absolutely. Um... But yeah. Errol Spence Jr. is another guy on the list for Terrence Crawford as well. But as I said, we had mentioned his issues as well, that car accident last mm-hmm. year. Um, too bad. Kel Brook is a guy who comes to mind. Nickname, not so special, but Special K. Oh, special K here, shit. Kel Brook. 30 and 226 That's wins so funny. by knockout. He, he didn't fight at all in 2019. Mm-hmm. And he hasn't fought at 147 since May of 2017. Oh, and his last fight was losing to Errol Spence Jr. Damn. But but Crawford hasn't beat any big names yet, and Kel Brook is one of them. Okay. So beating Kel All Brook, right. a guy like Kel Brook would maybe get him on the list for a Spence Jr. Mm-hmm. or a Pacquiao because they realize Terrence has got a belt, but eh, they're not so interested in the W oh, wait, you know, well, in the WBO right now. For sure, they, they got bigger fish to fry. Spence Jr. is just a, a monster in that world. Yes, division. absolutely. Hell yeah. Well, man, uh, that's the, that's actually the first time we actually dove into something like that. Yeah, uh, oh, boxing like that. So I'm just I'm glad uh, we're all doing this together. You know, we're all learning. We're all learning this because boxing. These boxers are coming up. There, it's important that we watch them. Oh, speaking of, real quick. Yes. Last note. Kell Brook's fighting tonight. Oh, okay. Um, All right, great. To, to highlight, because if, if if he's really, if Bud Crawford's looking for a fight, we'll get to see a showcase of, of Kell Brook against Mark DeLuca. Awesome. Uh, tonight at Junior Middleweight. So, All right. Like said, there's Junior always, Middleweight. Always I love something these weight to. classes, man. I love the weight classes. Hell 100 yeah. million of them in boxing. Yeah, there's two, every, it's every like four pounds. <laughs> there's a division. We had an exciting weekend. Or, I mean, February 6th, right? right. It was trade deadline for the yes. NBA. Yes. You want to jump right into that? Dude, 
let's just talk about basketball, man. No, let us play basketball. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. Kevin Durant to play. I want to talk, dude. How about these NBA trades, man? I am just blown away. I'm blown away how the Rockets were able to acquire Robert Covington, but they got rid of Clint Capella. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. Okay. So, question. Yes. Bottom line: Are you in or are you out? Do you like that trade? I don't know what the Rockets are doing. Okay. Yeah. So what I was reading is the Rockets. Rockets are going for shooting 15 more three pointers a game, and having a guy like Clint Capella out there mm-hmm. limits your three point shooting. So they're gonna, they want to spread the floor more. They're willing to give up two points in the in the paint. They were starting PJ Tucker at five. I know, yeah, that's why. Imagine PJ Tucker versus any other center, Stephen Adams. You want to fight? Go against Dwight. Dwight Howard. You want to go McGee. against JaVale McGee? You want to go against Anthony Davis? Mm-hmm. Those are three guys on one team. <laughs> Dog. I mean, I don't know what the Rockets were thinking long term. You cannot go into this without a center, but. That's neither here nor there. Right, because this actually, I didn't realize it was like a four-team trade where the we, Hawks got the uh, Clint Capella and uh, Timberwolves require, uh, require uh, uh, Juan Hernan Gomez, Evan Turner, uh, Malik Be- uh, Beasley, Jared Vanderbilt. A lot of people involved. Right. Yeah, and Robert Covington, I think he won this trade the right. most. Well, well, even Nuggets with Ger- uh, Gerald Green. I think that one, even Shabazz Napier, Noah Vo- uh, Vollin. I think the Nuggets kind of cleaned up a little bit up here, too. But with Robert Covington, he won. Yeah, I mean, him personally. He was on Minnesota, mm-hmm. right? Yes. They lost 12 games in a row yeah. at one point. Now it's up to like 16 or some nonsense. They, they've lost a lot of games. They're really yeah. terrible. Jordan, um, Bell, but they're small. And now he's with Houston. Right. And at least he's with a, a group that wants to shoot. Oh, yeah. He's a shooter. Sure. Robert Covington is a good defender. That's that true. fits in really well in that in that in that system. It, it, it's just gonna, it's just gonna be crazy. Uh, I can't wait to see how they play. I can't wait to say, uh, I can't wait to see how they do play. It's gonna be interesting. Another solid winner. Yes. On the trade deadlines, obviously the Miami Heat, Pat Riley, yeah, doing just spectacular things at the at the trade deadline. You have you get Andre Iguodala, who's mm-hmm. finally excited to play basketball again. Right. You know, um, I, it, it kind of sucks. That he didn't play for the Grizzlies because right. the Grizzlies were man they're fighting they were they were right there at the eight seed for a while but um, they but the Grizzlies made a mistake and they got rid of uh, Jay Crawford and Solomon Hill too it's like wow you guys oh, got Crowder. rid of uh, Crowder yeah, yeah. Crowder, okay, Crowder Jay uh, Jay Crowder and Solomon Hill because those these three guys are great players I mean they did give up you know Justice Winslow Memphis Deion right Waiters now. Deion Waiters who had that edible experience on the plane at the uh, beginning of this year. <laughs> no doubt. Yeah. Now, Memphis is still sitting in the eighth spot right now at 500. Mm-hmm. I mean, you got to respect what they're doing, and Portland is the one you got to worry about sneaking up in there because they've been playing fantastic with Damien. Damien's had a frick, God. Yeah. Look, look. Timberwolves also acquired James Johnson, who's a scrappy motherfucker. That dude is a mean player. I yeah. liked him. I liked him for the heat. Yeah, he's a very he's long. He's long. He's out there. He's capable yeah. of getting good rebounds. He got into a fight. Oh, no, it wasn't him. Was it him that got into a fight at a uh, uh, Skins game? <laughs> um, oh, man. But, yeah, he, he's he, oh man, he's a great player. He's a great player. Utah did out pretty well as well. They got Jordan Clarkson, a pretty good Oh, shit. A guy who no score off the bench. Um I like Jordan Easily Carson. puts up 15 and I if you if you give him you know 12 shots. I had no idea. That's <laughs> yeah, sweet. That's a good one. He's a good shooter. I like. I like yeah, that Jordan me too. Uh, yeah, definitely. You said Clint Capella to the, uh, from the Rockets to the Hawks, and it, it's weird, man. We got Drummond 
gets moved out to Cav to, to Cavaliers, who's already got a big man in Tristan Thompson. Oh yeah. So what the hell? It's as if the big men are getting kind of shipped out, right? And the, the losers, you know, for the trade deadline were definitely sinners. Yeah. Uh, these guys lost out. We, yeah. If you're not Rudy Gobert, like a Joel Embiid, a, right. a, a, Shit. a Joker, you know, yes. uh, like you are not. Nope. You're yeah. not. You're not. Yeah, we can move you around. Yeah, uh, you're interchangeable. Brandon Knight. I can't believe Brandon Knight's still in the league. I like John Hansen for. I liked him when he was on uh, the Cavs. I think he's a good young player. So yeah. he's gonna look good for the Pistons. Uh, one thing that I was just completely off. I hate whenever I do this. I'm like, you know, the Warriors won't get rid of D'Angelo just yet. <laughs> and then it's that that same night they send him to the Timberwolves and they get Andrew Wiggins in return. The Warriors. That's a smart move. But I don't. What? I don't even know. I don't even know what's next. It's a smart move. I can buy into that. Yeah, Wiggins, he's longer than D'Lo. Mm-hmm. Uh, he can play like a Harrison Barnes type role. He's mm-hmm. a better scorer than Harrison Barnes and a better defender. So he's actually like Andrew Wiggins, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's an, Harrison yeah, he's Barnes a... wanted to be Andrew Wiggins. And I forgot that Andrew Wiggins was part of – he was drafted by the Cavs. He was part of the deal that got Kevin Love to the Cavs yeah. and him to Timber – the uh, Minnesota. To Minnesota. So he's been there for a lot longer – Damn, a lot longer than I thought. Yep, he was supposed to play with LeBron, and that mm. did not pan uh, out. Shit. How do you feel about that? Now, the I losers, that. I felt in the trade deadline, had to be the Lakers. Right. They did nothing, right? Nothing. No, no big moves, nothing occurred. And then you let the team who plays in the same building yeah, with the Clippers. pick up Marcus Morris. Yes. Are you kidding me? And Isaiah Thomas is a solid player. I he, get that. But he, in the playoffs, he, that one, two years ago in the playoffs, he had 40, 39, 52. Uh, yeah. Mar- he can put up some numbers. I get that. Isaiah, I, man, he's great. But yeah, I think. Dude, but Marcus Morris, he's amazing. You got the good, your good brother. You got the good one. You, you got, got the good twin, dude. And you got toughness. Yeah. You got floor spacing. You got a guy who scores 18 points a game on 45 percent shooting from the three point line. What happened? The Lakers. Uh, no. Oh man, they missed out on a guy who is perfect for guarding a Kawhi yes. and guarding a Paul George in the playoffs. I mean. Now they have a guy who's going to be guarding LeBron. Yeah. Like, and that's crap. what's worse. It's Holy like, shit. you got to look at what just happened here. Yeah. The only they, positive side to the Lakers doing nothing right. was the possibility of getting Darren Collison. Ooh. He was spotted at the Lakers game, talking to Jeannie Buss. Uh-oh. Is looking he pretty good. He said he's, he's going to meet with his and... agent mm-hmm. this week and make a decision, hopefully. Wow. And... Wow. Clippers Lakers are definitely the two on his radar. That'd be fun. I see him going to the Lakers. You know, you know what I'm saying? Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Well, that's going to be fun, man. That'd I be great. Well, yeah, I, it was so exciting and I that's why I love that you brought up the NBA trend, uh, the day the trade deadline. One for the home squad, right? Yes. We kept Gallinari. Yes, that's right. The one I was we so kept worried everybody. About. I was we kept so, everybody. So worried. He stays with the Thunder. You know, they couldn't make a deal right. with the Heat. Yeah. Uh, with picks, with the right personnel. Right. Uh, they, I think the Heat weren't willing to give up Kendrick Nunn. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that's part of it. He's, he's a really good player. They know. They know and, he's a good player. And they know we are willing to take that right off their hands because yeah. that's what we're looking for is those young guys. And uh, I was just so excited that we get to keep Gallinari. And keep the squad. Keep, keep the squad. They're playing well. Yeah, we got a They're guy, 32 and 20. 32 and 20. We're making a postseason run. You know, whether people want to hear this or not, like postseason starts today. We play Denver. Whoa. 
How do you like that? That's not too bad. It's kind of scary. The worst. Yeah, it's kind of scary. But it's kind of scary. They've been injured throughout, um, but they're slowly getting healthy right now. And right. What we have right now is a group of guys that are gonna fight, and I guarantee we wouldn't lose a home game in that <laughs> series. All right. So, look. Anyways, not the point. But let's. You know what? That is yeah. the point. Let's thunder up, dude. Let's talk about the thunder. Yeah, Oklahoma City just yesterday faced Detroit and beat them 108, 101. 108, 101, a seven point win. Mm-hmm. Dude, we're seven games out of first place. A couple of sevens. And uh, you know, the Thunder guys played really well last night. It was lucky number seven from the floor. Okay. We had seven of ten from the field, Steve Adams. Mm-hmm. 16 points, eight rebounds. He had a good night. He had a seven of 11, CP3. 22 points, seven assists, six rebounds. And, uh, well, SGA, a big old seven of 13. 21 points and two big blocks. Yes. No, the Thunder throughout the game, uh, you know, besides just showing you some box score, uh, they had a good game. They didn't shoot well, neither team from the three-point line. Right. No, they really didn't. Oh, that's what I was just looking at. It was atrocious. Yeah, not not well from the three-point line. But uh, every time we, we took the ball inside of that, we shot above 50%. Right. And we had a really good just short game, mid-range. The mid-range yeah. was on. Uh, Detroit had one lead. Yeah, every single, I was just that's what I was bring up. Yes, is that they they caught up just at the beginning. There it was like what was it, twelve, fourteen? Yeah, fourteen, twelve. Detroit mm-hmm. had the lead early in the first quarter. Never can you know? Never grabbed the lead. Again. Right, they would get close, but uh, and they would go on the runs. But yeah. Oklahoma City would stop it, stop the bleeding, and then attack. Yeah, you know, kept the kept the lead, kept the lead. Yeah, guys like Schroeder, uh, these, these guys go in there, and, I mean, off the bench, you love what Schroeder's doing. Love him. He's 8 of 11, I believe. He was just, it if, seems like everything he was hitting was just, just dropping, just right looking now, good. He was 18 points. Don't love Schroeder. him for sixth man of the year. You mm-hmm. got something going on, because he's playing fantastic. Dennis Schroeder has the most games with 30 points and 5 assists off the bench this season. Mm-hmm. Then all... Bench players in Thunder history combined. Right. So. All right. Playing great ball. Yeah. Uh, you love what this guy is doing. I, I love do. the Thunder. I, mm, it's fantastic. The SGA's got this step back, his paws, like his little step his back shot. His dribble game is, his game is intense. It's smooth. His basketball game is really impressive. He's got a really good IQ, man. And then he can make space in a, in a small window. It's amazing. He really is amazing. Um, oh, man. just uh, The Thunder are 9 of 10. They've won the last 9 of 10 games. Four wins in a row. Mm-hmm. Uh, two back-to-back wins over the Eastern Conference. Yeah. And uh, we played the Celtics on Sunday. Oh, wow. At home. It's a good one. 2.30. Oh, nice and early. Nice and early. No, it's going to be a wonderful game. We look forward to that. You know, we could probably win that game by 7. Shit, yeah. Yeah, absolutely, yes. I believe it. Oh, I can't wait. Uh, I, I, man, I love the Thunder. I love the, the way how they've been playing. And uh, 2-0 and in February. <laughs> We're in a win streak, baby. Hey, I like that. Oh, shit, dude. Man, it's just exciting. It's an exciting time to be a Thunder fan. It's always an exciting time to be a Thunder fan. But, bro, uh, the second half of the week, man. Let's talk about our jams. Always do it. It's time for the jam of the week. Hey, uh, well... I mentioned the pre-rolls a little bit, 
And uh, I mentioned the pre-rolls actually to our guys over at Med Farm. So my jam of the week were the pre-rolls that they prescribed to me. Well, prescribed, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Doctor's orders. Yes. I was talking about that purple train wreck. Yeah. And Med Farm, you know, the, the way you guys treat people is just so fun. Uh, we would do a couple of those. We would smoke Genuine. some joints. Yeah, we would smoke some joints before the race just to get into the, the our bodies to get loose and ready. But then after the race, that post joint was amazing. Yeah, oh, you for sure. Saying? You can feel it in your lungs. Yeah, absolutely. All of a sudden, you can just your hits are just you're pulling in deep. You're like hitting like you can feel it in your lungs. Just it's like I've never had smoke in there before. <laughs> like it's really fun. Uh, but the reason why I do these runs it are is. Um, I have a brother, uh, Eric. One of our older brothers, Eric. Uh, he was—he's in a wheelchair. He was in—he was in a coma. Uh, he was—he had a brain tumor for a while there. He just got out of the hospital on Thursday, and uh, two weeks ago when I did the first run, he was in the hospital. This week he's out. Um, I just—he reminds me that I was how strong somebody can really be, because he's real young. You know, he's—he's he's my older brother, but he's—he's he's young, and he, there's there's a fight in him. And so if I see, if I look at Eric and I think, man, Eric, Eric has that will, willingness to run or willingness to live, then I can force my fat ass to get up and run. You know what I mean? Like get out there, be outside, uh, work on yourself. Also give back. It's just, if there's anything you can do, just do it. It's really amazing, dude. And that's what jam, that's what Seth the Reference is about. That's what jamming out is about, dude. What about you? What's your jam, bro? That's amazing. Thank that's you. Nice, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Well, uh, my jam is an article I read this week. Oh, yeah. Uh, I, have a, I have a good time reading. And I got these, man, these fun articles. I, I, God, I, don't know where, I don't know where they come up with them. Yeah. Uh, this one's from the Players, uh, the Players Tribune. Uh, it's What the Hell Happened to Vince Young? Written by Vince Young. Uh, <laughs> oh, shit. Uh, man, it goes through, I mean. That's funny. From Vince Young, you know, hanging out you know, you know, in his tree in his front yard. You know, dreaming of you know better days and 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 going from the fourth and five touchdown in the Rose Bowl yeah. to his amazing draft day experience. Yes. Um, and just the happiness and the joy. Um, and and what happened to where he's at now? Um, and and he's to being at peace. Mm-hmm. And this is, like I said, I'm just I'm giving you tidbits of the articles. Yes, I don't, please. It's, I just think some, it's fun to read. It's a good read. Okay. Uh, you see a happy Vince Young. You read of a happy Vince good. Young now. Um, and it, you know, it's just a, a wonderful, it seems like a wonderful guy and a, a, just a career cut short yeah. by just, uh, you know, loss. Was it uh, loss? Oh. So it's just, uh, t- it just happens and, you know, where he's at now to be happy. That's good. just, it's just really cool. That's what, that's what it's all about, man. Exactly. Just being happy. Being happy exactly. with yourself. Like I said, the article was, uh, What the Hell Happened to Vince Young? Uh, it's out of the Players' Tribune. <laughs> okay. Really good article. Really All right, I'll check it out. Vince Young. And uh, great show today, man. Uh, Saturday, kick it off for a good fight. UFC 247 yes. is here. Uh, thanks for listening to Set the Record. I'm Malcolm Anthony. My boy, Kev Hernandez. Hey, As always, in the flesh. We do this for the people. You know, we want to do this to enjoy, uh, you know, entertain. I hope you enjoy it. Absolutely. Subscribe wherever you listen. Uh, Apple, Google, Anchor, Spotify. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Set the Record Pod. Like the Facebook Set the Record Podcast. Special thanks to IndyPod News and also check out 20 on the Town Podcast. Yes, Mizo. Meditate. Make it go away. Peace.